Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Christ is risen, indeed he is risen. Welcome to Light of the East. I am Father Thomas Lawyer, your host. As we move through these post-resurrection Sundays and appearances of Christ and the stories that are in the Scripture, they really are quite dramatic. In fact, the liturgical tradition in the Church, and especially in the Eastern Churches, is actually very dramatic. A lot of the liturgical services are done in the form of almost like a dialogue, almost like you're watching a movie. And There's reasons for this, reasons that Jesus chose to have very dramatic stories and how the church tells them in very dramatic ways liturgically. Because for whatever reason, God made us human beings to love stories. I know that I do a lot of public speaking, and I notice that other people who I watch who do public speaking as well, whenever we public speakers come to the point in our talk or presentation, when you say something like, let me tell you a story, or there was a story about Believe me, you get the audience's attention immediately. There's something about the way we're made, that we love drama. We love learning and experiencing things through a story. In fact, G.K. Chesterton once said that in order to believe in God, all you have to do is think of it this way. All of life, the world, creation is like a story. And if there's a story, there has to be an author. Well, this is a season also in which we're moving towards the summer days, and oftentimes we hear in our culture summer blockbusters. I enjoy going to movies, especially when there are summer blockbusters. It's not always a summer blockbuster, but most of the time there is. There's some really great movies. So drama, storytelling, is only a part of the scripture. It's a part of how we learn. It's a part of the church, a part of the church's prayer. And it's how we learn about God as well. We have a special guest on our program today, Light of the East, and he is a storyteller. He's a filmmaker. His name is Eric Groth. Eric, welcome to Light of the East. Christ is risen, Eric. Welcome to Light of the East. Indeed, he is risen. Eric, start off by telling us about yourself. Yes, um, my name is Eric, as mentioned, and uh, I'm married to my wife, Becky, for 27 years now, and we have a family of eight children. Our oldest is 22. All the way down to seven, we have six boys and two girls. (laughs) A movie waiting to happen. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and as a matter of fact, as I met, a lot of our kids have been in some of the short films we've done over the years. 
I am the president and CEO of ODB Films, Outside the Box. For the last 12 years, we have focused predominantly on creating short films for Catholic teens. Short films being in the two to eight minute range. Mm. We've produced, as I mentioned, over 200 films used in religious ed programs, used in Catholic schools, in youth ministry programs, used on retreats, and things like that. So we've tried to hit on a number of different topics for teens um, based on studying and learning catechesis, the catechism, and all kinds of things about our faith. In 2014, we kind of started some new territory and launched into creating uh, short feature films. The first feature film we produced is called Full of Grace. Mm -hmm. Full of Grace is a story that takes place 10 years after the resurrection of Christ. It's a story about Peter and Mary and really in that span, uh, what's going on in the life of the church, what was going on in Peter's life as mm -hmm. the leader of the church. And we tried to imagine in the story, too, what might have our Blessed Mother, Our Lady's role been like mm -hmm. in the role in the lives of the young apostles. And you also have that film in, in Spanish as well, right? That's right. We were really blessed by our Sunday visitor who mm -hmm. provided a grant for us to translate and dub the film into Spanish. So Llena de Gracia mm -hmm. is available. It's a beautiful dub. We got some really great Spanish-speaking actors in the mm -hmm. studio and recorded a dub. You, you, you watch the first minute, and you forget you're not even watching something that was spoken in that uh -huh. language. And it was, a, it was an honor for us to be able to reach out and to serve, and to try to serve the Hispanic culture more. Mm -hmm. Walmart has released it into uh, specifically into the stores that they define as more of Hispanic zones mm -hmm. in the country. You mentioned that you targeted, at least in, in your first efforts, and, and still are, uh, teens. Yeah. Yes. I think this has something to do with your own history, doesn't it? That's right. Um, I grew up in a, a parish in the Chicago suburbs, west suburbs, uh, St. John Newman in St. Charles, Illinois, and had a really good experience of faith growing up in my parish, a good, young, vibrant community. It was a new parish community. They hired a brand new youth minister who is, is just an on fire, passionate mm -hmm. Catholic, very evangelical in his spirit, and really learned in that moment of my life and saw how we can utilize the, the media and the things that are available to, for us to, to very creatively present the gospel to the mm -hmm. young church. And so we were utilizing things, uh, big screens and lights doing shadow mimes <laughs> and slide projectors <laughs> and using the boom box with the music and putting it all together, quote unquote, in a kind of a multimedia <laughs> kind of fashion. But it really gave me a vision for sharing the gospel in creative ways mm -hmm. and using digital art, mm -hmm. digital media uh, to do that it was really um, a, a laid a groundwork for me that was important. Now, people could find out about you or obtain your, your creativity from where? Yep, you can visit us at ODB, odbfilms.com. O-D as in duh, like in Chicago. As in duh, like as in Chicago, <laughs> absolutely. It used to be, it actually meant out of the box, right? Outside the box, yeah. <laughs> Outside the box. <laughs> yeah, you know, we really um, were a 501c3 not-for-profit mm -hmm. ministry. And our mission is to help foster an encounter with Christ through mm -hmm. artfully made and spiritually rich films. And what really drove us was just our experiences and, mm. and the experience being a lack of good, solid, friendly, teen-relevant Catholic mm. media pieces. And so we created those pieces and really wanted to do things differently, mm. you know, not just the talking head on the VHS tape mm -hmm. and 
and which you know has a place right. for sure in teaching us faith. But we really wanted to yes. utilize that young attention well, span. You know, Eric, because I mentioned earlier, when you, when you really look at the liturgy of the church, the prayer of the church, you know, it, it's lights, camera, action. Let's face it; it's got icons, we got statues, we got incense, we got stained glass windows. Everything has its place and setting, mm-hmm. you know. And then this this drama. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that liturgy is theater, but it certainly incorporates the same things of theater because we're telling a story. Right. Not only are we telling a story, we're immersing ourselves in that story, in that drama. We are those characters, especially in liturgy. And that's why uh, things like filmmaking, uh, plays, theater, storytelling is vital to us as human beings. But also with, with someone like yourself, it, we have to realize that in this day and age, it's a, it's a vital means of evangelization because mm-hmm. it is how we learn. It's how we, it's how we absorb really by storytelling. Absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, I look at good storytelling good films as those beautiful Caravaggio paintings yes. or mm. the stained glass windows. I talk in my language. Art. I stared at, <laughs> you know, as a young child, maybe f- dis- distracted or floating off into space, but being able to look in the church and see those stories being told in, mm. the, in the windows or, you know, praying the family rosary and dad opening up the family Bible to the pictures in the middle. And yeah. I could see those paintings of Jesus calming the storm on the mm-hmm. sea or Samson destroying the temple and things that just kind of brings your spirit and mind alive. And as they would say in the business, that those were still shots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yet they engaged you and you, you had the whole story in your mind as you looked at the still shot, you know, because mm-hmm. the effectiveness of the, the painting, you know, the, the portrayal, the representation. And and then you t- then take it to this medium of, of film. So you do shorts, and then you do uh, features. features. Yep. So the shorts, um, we we got into the features because a friend had asked me if we had any films on Lives of the Saints. Mm. And one thing led to another. We started to explore that. We didn't really have many films on the Saints, and got some other producers involved in the conversation. And it led us into doing not just a short film, but what we thought was going to be an hour long film, which ended up becoming a feature length film. And uh, so we're, we've finished the first one, as I shared a little bit, about, full of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're moving on now to a film on the Apostle Paul. Well, when we return, we're going to talk more about the connection between liturgy, the church, art, and film when we return. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. And then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hello, I'm Father Thomas Loya, and I'm inviting you to a special observance of the 50th anniversary of Pope Paul VI, Humanae Vitae. Saturday, May 12th, from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. at St. Joseph Byzantine Catholic Church, 8111 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, featuring Dr. Janet Smith, author of Why Humanae Vitae Was Right. Humanae Vitae 50 Years is open to all and is of special interest to Eastern Christian clergy, and lunch is included. Free will offering accepted. For Humane Vitae, 50 years, Saturday, May 12th, at St. Joseph Byzantine Catholic Church in Brexville, Ohio. Sponsored by the Marriage and Family Ministry of the Eparchy of Parma and the Tabor Life Institute. For more information and to RSVP, email taborlife at earthlink.net or phone 708-645-0762. 708-645-0762. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. No. 
You are listening to the Choirs of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church under the direction of Timothy Woods in Homer Glen, Illinois. This is the music you hear on Light of the East and is sung during the Sacred Liturgy at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish. Order online at byzantinecatholic.com. All we ask is a donation of $15 or more, which includes shipping and handling, to Annunciation Parish for each Theosis CD. Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. And may God grant you... Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loyal, your host. As I've mentioned many times before, we do enjoy hearing from our listeners, and I want to thank all of you who have written to me recently. I especially want to thank those of you who are serving time in prison. We consider that to be a very special ministry here at Light of the East. I want to thank David, who's serving time in South Carolina in a prison. I don't give out last names of the prisoners, but David probably knows who he is if he's listening in, and I hope he is. Thank you for your wonderful letter, David. Uh, I will try to get back to you as best I can. Can't always do it, but I will try. But remember one thing. We really, really appreciate hearing from those of you, especially who are in prison and who hear us. We consider that to be a very, very special outreach of our work here at Light of the East. So thank you again, David, and thank you, all of you who listen in to Light of the East. If you want to email us, the best email to use is taborlife at earthlink.net, taborlife at earthlink.net. Our guest today is Eric Groth, who is from odbfilms.com. He's a filmmaker, storyteller, and we're making a connection between the high drama of the life of Christ and the scripture stories that we move through and how that is expressed and done so ingeniously through the liturgy, in a sense, the theater of the church, and how storytelling is one of the best ways that we not only learn something and learn about God, but the way we literally immerse ourselves into that drama. I always tell my people at church during these days that that are just so scriptural, I say to them, remember, scripture is not a history lesson. These stories, these dramas, that's us. We're these people. We're Judas. You know, we're the apostles. We're Christ. We're the Virgin Mary. We're all these people in that story, whether they're the good ones, the bad ones, or anything in between. The scripture is our story. It's forever new, forever alive. And that's why something like filmmaking, especially as applied to Catholic kinds of topics and messages, is really so vital. And it's so much connected with really what is the soul of our of our faith, of our spirituality, of liturgy. I guess, as I mentioned, is Eric. Eric, tell us about, for example, if you say you make a two to five minute movie, a film, tell me, uh, how does that, how long does it take to make that? How complex sure. is that? We, you know, we see the finished product. They, oh, they, they just came on stage and, you know, for, they worked for five minutes and they went home. You know, there's the movie. Right, right. <laughs> no, you know, looking at our body of work, um, there's a there's a variety of processes and some certainly take longer than others. The last four years, five years, we've worked on a four-year film series for teens we call the Video Catechism or the VCAT. And that's a 60-film series that we broke up into four segments, like the catechism is broken up into segments, creed, sacraments, morality, and prayer. And so 
first we start out by looking, what are we working on? I'll take the, the, uh, the sacraments volume, for example. Mm-hmm. We produced a film on each of the sacraments. Uh, we also produced on that a film about the mass, the liturgy. Mm-hmm. We also f- produced not just a film on each sacrament, but a film on the different types of sacraments, the sacraments of healing, the sacraments of initiation, the sacraments of service. And so as we look at kind of the big picture, what do we want to produce? What do we, what do we need to produce? And, and we're asking those questions a lot, asking others in the field, in youth ministry, what do you need? What's out there? What would be valuable for you to use with your curriculum and your mm-hmm. programs? Then we kind of, kind of decide on, on specifics and, and we'll begin with the whole script writing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do we want to produce? Knowing that we want to stay within a two to five minute range. Mm-hmm. I'll use an example of the film we have on our site you can watch called Get Up and Walk. Mm-hmm. It was a story that basically a modern day telling. We used that as the way, as the film to introduce the sacraments of healing. And it was mm-hmm. the modern day telling of, of the, the injured man who his friends lowered him through the roof to bring mm-hmm. him to Jesus mm-hmm. for healing. And so we, for that one, we needed to find a location. We found a local <laughs> spot to use. It was more of an urban feel. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Uh, the characters weren't in, in first century robes. They were mm-hmm. in jeans. And so it was very mm-hmm. a modern day. But we wrote the script on that and then started to figure out characters, actors, who do we need? You know, what's our budget going to be? We try to keep our short films in a really frugal budget. Is even for you, is there a lot in the kind of work you do, is there a lot in the so-called editing Yes, you know, and I, for me, I it was I've had the joy of being able to do all the components throughout the years. <laughs> as someone who's not formally trained in the mm-hmm. field, you kind of learn to do it all, especially mm-hmm. when you're a small film company. Mm-hmm. So I learned to shoot, I learned to edit, I mm-hmm. learned to um, produce, mm-hmm. um, and what what all that takes. Um, so it's a, you know, but it's 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 a joy. It's just such a a wonderful process. I love the filmmaking process because you get a you know a variety of people involved, and you're working on something together as a team, mm. and it gives you a chance to to use your gifts and skills, and especially in editing. To me, and in editing is just a wonderful moment to tell a story mm-hmm. and to cut together a story mm-hmm. um, that can best communicate the message that we want to communicate, but also lay out there a story that will allow people to kind of dive in with their life and their own experiences and connect their story to it as well. Yeah, again, it's, that's an interesting point you brought up about connect the audience connecting their story it seems to me that to communicate the message that we want to communicate obviously you want to communicate god's truth right Mm -hmm. you want to inspire people to christ to god well you don't do that as sometimes as a tendency i i believe is you don't do it by necessarily overtly putting god or putting catechism or or preaching on the screen you know it's not you don't want to direct the audience okay this is what we want you to believe now i've been to some movies but you know in all due respect god bless their attempts and all that and some of these attempts are are still early i think on in this in the whole history of things but i will sit there and i'll, and I'll feel myself like almost being kind of being led or contrived in a way okay we went we want the audience to think pro-life so we're going to put pro-life thing there and they're going to come walk out of the state are being convinced that there should be pro-life, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that doesn't work. It kind of turns an audience off. You you want the audience to, you want to put a great story up there, I think. You know, mm-hmm. you want to the audience to be able to, in a sense, come to their own conclusion, mm-hmm. like, right? Absolutely. Because they have to engage in it, right? They've got to see themselves in the story. Yeah. They've got to see their own walk and their own experience. And and what, no matter what denomination they might be from, or even in, if they're a non-believer or whatever, yes. that there's just some 
basic human experiences and, and areas that you really want to help people to focus on and see about human dignity and all kinds of things that don't have to be connected to a specific catechetical point in our right. faith, yes. but that is God's truth and God's mm-hmm. grace and God's experience can come out in those yes. experiences as you would understand it. You know, we we speak all different languages, mm-hmm. and yet you can see a piece of art, and it's not in a language. Yes, and it can make sense to whoever you are, wherever you're from. You, you know, know, I think oftentimes a movie can and should try to do what often hear the the, the well known Catholic speaker and writer Matthew Kelly say. He says oftentimes that I'm just trying to get people to think, to reflect, maybe mm-hmm. just stop for a moment and look at things a little bit differently. I can't expect to be converting people on the spot and making them great catechists all of a sudden. I'm just trying to get them to, you know, to think, you know, to to be moved somehow. And I and I think that's sometimes what a purpose of a, of a movie should be. Because let's face it, as you said, there's people out there who who are not Catholic. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not always going to be. They're going to you're going to want you're especially going to want them to watch these things, right? To bring the good news to them. And and so if you can just get them to hear something different, to be mm-hmm. moved, to at least even to reflect on themselves, like like if they project. Uh, into the movie uh, with a certain character that they can project themselves into that character, they might walk away from that movie being a little more reflective you know, about mm-hmm. their lives and all that. And that's the thing that can lead them then to the the rest of the story, you know, right. the, 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 the catechetical understanding and the theology and all that. But but people oftentimes aren't there yet. Right. Just getting them just to identify with a character or a story or message and to reflect and you know, assimilate into their life, whether they're believers or not. Right. I think that would, that's one of the great, I think, missions or powers of, of filmmaking. And I think it's one that even you know, Catholic filmmakers should understand today. I think they'd be very effective in that way. Yeah, it really allows you to explore all kinds and even introduce new concepts yes. in non-threatening ways that aren't you know, so rigid that you were, we're saying this is, this is what you have to believe or this is what you have to think yes. or this is what you have to feel. Exactly. But that we can say, here is a common experience. Right. And how do you connect to that? Yes. Well, what's new for you? Well, we're privileged uh, to continue to journey down the feature film road and we're producing a film with a major distributor. We can't share who yet, but that mm-hmm. will be soon. But it will, this is a film that will come out to the theaters Easter 2018. You heard it exclusively here in Light of the East. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we're producing a film on the Apostle Paul, which is oh. just a wonderful story. We're telling the story from the end of his life. He's in prison. He's just waiting to be beheaded. And it's a story about Paul and Luke and Priscilla and Aquila and the early Roman church. Oh, wow, and, great. Um, and I think the, the the beautiful message in the story is that we we can all be made a new creation and, mm-hmm. and God's grace is sufficient for all of us. Well, Eric, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. And again, if people want to uh, acquire your movies and, and see what you're doing, they can go to... Yep. ODB Films. That's O-D as in duh. Bfilms.com. <laughs> ODB Films. Eric, I can't thank enough for all that you're doing. I'm a man of the arts myself, so I really appreciate this art form that you're pursuing and the way that you're pursuing it. You know, it's very important in how we pursue this art form especially for, for Catholic efforts today. And we want to really get the message across and, and let it touch an audience. So again, thank you for being part thank of us here. Way. And I want to thank all of you for listening, for writing to us, 
all of your kindness and hope you're having a most blessed Paschal season. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. To hear Light of the East again, visit byzantinecatholic.com and click on the Features and Programs tab and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to Light of the East. We encourage you to tell a friend about Light of the East and to visit byzantinecatholic.com. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. This is Barbara McWiggin. This is Bishop Robert Barron of the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. This is Dr. Greg Popchak. And Lisa Popchak. Thanks for listening to EWTN Radio. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Wilcook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Or donate online on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh!